everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Coming Out Podcast. This is episode Woo. 21. I'm coming Jesse. Out Podcast. Did you say the Coming Out Podcast? <laughs> it sounded like you said the Coming Out. I said Coming out. In Hot Podcast. <laughs> I think you thought it was the Coming Ben's Out Podcast. Ben's all, this is my time to shine. That's why whoa, 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 whoa. Ben's whoa, whoa. like, this that's why, why I'm here. This is why you wanted me to come on the show. That's <laughs> yeah. why you wanted me we to come We want you to come out, out on the hell? show. It's all because of Gay Pride Month. We're going to have Ben just come out on the fucking <laughs> Welcome episode to Coming Out Show. Post link. Okay. Out hot. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Joe. That's me. And uh, you can hear the retard himself, Ben. Yep. Husky butt hoochie. <laughs> um, so we got a lot of shit to talk about. A lot of it's uh, political. Some of it is, uh, um, I guess, law enforcement related and awful. And then uh, we got a little what if uh, for the end that I haven't um, told the boys about just to see what they would actually do. So um, one of the first things uh, that we're going to get right into um, while I'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. how to uh, find the fucking link on this video. Jesse's like, what if Ben uh, comes out as gay and we change the name of the podcast? It's coming out hot with Ben. Coming out hot. <laughs> That's what it was. I thought that was what he but said. But we'd have to change it to coming like, out. wait a minute. Ben's what, like, we're changing what has he been it. watching? We're changing it to coming out hard. Coming out hard. Dude, so my drink funny. of the evening. Thank you, Jesse. Oh, yeah. So we were discussing how delicious that. it was we're last time. Jesse went and... Uh, me so not your father's root beer again this is not your father's podcast unless you're connor <laughs> or gavin or ben this, oh i guess i'll take a drink of course wow you're just like putting your old tongue on stuff bro i hit that thing like a hummingbird i got to the bottom <laughs> of that bottle got his whole beak in it delicious good shit i also have my celsius peach vibe going on over here to keep the energy up oh wow <laughs> no alcohol how fucking weird is that <laughs> i know hmm. insane it's just because i was out of alcohol it's <laughs> <laughs> the way it goes what you got? all right i got a six pack of uh guinness extra stout they still put that little uh like nitro in the can in there oh it's in the can yeah in the cans they do that, that little, what do they call it, like a rocket or some shit I don't have a Guinness. I don't like Guinness that much anymore. Huh. I don't know. I'm just not a stout guy as much right now. Because I didn't want to buy a whole six pack. I got the Smirnoff Ice Smash Screwdriver. Uh, it's a pint of drink instead of six pack. But it's uh, still pretty big. Dude, I get a Mike's Harder Lemonade down at that, that liquor see, store. Jay's, Jay's Liquor, where you got that. Mm-hmm. And like a Mike's Harder Lemonade and a 40 like that does the trick. It's like the perfect buzz. Well, it's like eight percent on these on these uh, malt yeah. ones. Yeah, the malt liquors oh, yeah. are quite a bit stronger than the beers. <sighs> that tastes delicious. It's so refreshing, dude. Yeah. Screwdrivers are delicious. Do you feel like Brian Flavel's like, oh, what in Canada? We have a much stronger beer here. <laughs> he's all like, he's, he's per he, volume, not percent. <laughs> yeah, and we don't measure anything but fucking liters, <laughs> milliliters, and shit. All right, man. We'll get right into it. So, uh, one of the hottest uh, Congress women in uh, Congress right now, Bri- Breibert? Breibert? Yeah, uh, Lauren. Uh, is it Bobart? Bobart. That's of, what it is. Uh, Colorado. Um, she, she's real tiny, <laughs> like a gymnast. Yeah. Um, she. Uh, you gonna say all sort of look like Sarah Palin a little bit? No, she's the hair, really the Sarah Palin. No, like, like you can you could say like, oh, I see the look she's got. Oh, it's like that right. conservative woman. That's still kind of look. select. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, she was introducing um, articles of impeachment against Joe Biden about eight days ago. And uh, basically what she had brought up 
was that Joe Biden um, and his failure to secure the border, basically allowing what's essentially an invasion, rolling back all kinds of protocols that were put in place under uh, the Trump administration that basically keep everybody who's trying to get into the U.S. in Mexico while they await court dates and, and get vetted country. and all of those kind of things, right? So the whole the whole thing was put into place was they can file for asylum wherever they are, yeah. in Mexico or wherever. And you and have then, to file for it from your home country, I believe. Right. And that, then at some point, you know, they'll reach out to you or let you know whether you qualify or don't qualify or whatever the case is. And then they'll give you a court proceeding once they processed you, vetted you, and done all of this stuff. Well, right now, they're allowing all these people to come across the border. They're not properly vetting them. They're basically not even giving them court dates. And then they're fucking transporting them in like deep into the United States, like and dropping them off like far up north. And, you know, into, you know, other, uh, you know, red states and stuff like that. And so you have some red states that are fed up because all these border states like, you know, Texas. Um, like Texas Arizona. or even like, you know, um, you know, uh, they're getting a lot of Q- Cubans and all kinds of other stuff in Florida. They're starting to be like, all right, you know, you guys aren't the ones that are getting flooded with all this shit. Let's ship some of these motherfuckers love, to you guys. I love when I shipped them to Kamala's right. house. When, when, they, when they send them to fucking Martha's Vineyard, yeah. how fucking quickly they got well, moved. But I, if you're watching. And they're like, oh, we're going to we're gonna file kidnapping charges against whoever responsible. It's like, get a fucking, get out of here. Like, these people are just happy to fucking be somewhere in the United States. Like, you just told them, hey, you want me to put you three states over? CCC. Like. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Like that, they're, oh, they were coerced. They didn't. They wouldn't want to come to one of the nicest, richest. They places would want to go to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, hell, hey, dude, right. if, if you're watching the video, the fucking curtains that I put up look ridiculous. I thought it was going to be like you wouldn't see anything but the curtains. Look, look <laughs> at our look at our video on this. Like you see outside the curtains. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. We'll fix that. We're, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna get it better. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just uh, so basically that's what she's bringing up is that you know essentially they're just a complete failure uh, an entire collapse of any sort of like immigration policy basically by i mean his policy is not addressing any sort of policy um and that it's basically um a danger you know to people in the united states um i mean people are being victimized by um a lot of these um illegal immigrants that we don't know any of their background information um and you know you get people that are uh you know being victimized like you know sexually that are being assaulted you know in some so cases being, border, in some cases be being murdered you know and you just you have all these issues where you had trump basically saying like hey i'm not saying that everybody's like this but they aren't sending their best people here and some of these people are doing this kind of stuff oh, yeah. and in in like you know people be like oh well that's not really all that's happening a lot of these people are just coming over for opportunity but you know sure I mean, they, a perfect sure example was like california there was um a guy who had been deported once who was in possession of a firearm and fired around that ended up uh, shooting uh, a guy's adult daughter at at uh, the pier, uh, like was it, Pier oh, Thirty Nine, like outside. The guy like, that had a stolen uh, like ATF gun or a yeah, federal marshal. He just gun. randomly shot someone who was just on fucking vacation, just walking down the street, and gets shot by an illegal immigrant that had already been deported once, had already come back in, was in possession of another firearm, you know. And it's just like that's how big of a joke our system is: is that like we can get them, deport them, and they just come right back in. And we let them right back in. Huh. Well, it's it's not even. I mean, it's it's not even that. It's it's the cartels coming through. It's the MS thirteen types. And, right, but you know, we, we don't have a secure border. No, when it, when it we talks about building talk, a border, nothing. Talk about asylum. They have to fi- file for asylum when they leave Guatemala. They have to file it in Guatemala. Once they're in Mexico, they can't file for asylum because they are now out of the country that they're filing asylum from. So they're 
not unsafe anymore, right? Because like right. I need asylum from the dictator and the military that's in the country in Guatemala, but I'm in fucking northern Mexico. I can no longer file for asylum, so I mean, on technicality. Well, they want free handouts from the United huh. States too, because Mexico. I, it's my understanding Mexico's that like, when like, all of this stuff was taking place, out. no, in Mexico they were actually like, "Hey, we have jobs for you. We have fucking placement for you. Like, we can do all these things." And they're like, yeah, ah, they don't no have, thanks. They don't have welfare, you know, not have all yeah. that. But right. but yeah, I mean, you have to you have to ask how many Chinese nationals, how many foreign, you know, Middle Eastern country nationals are coming? Are they are they collecting that are coming through the border? And it's thousands it's not just i mean dude if i were in fucking jalisco or some shit like that i'd, I'd cross fuck the border yeah. too fuck yeah i'd come to america i mean i, mean, I don't blame anybody happen? that really a wants free to come here ticket for... to go back and i'm just gonna cross right back over like... i don't well i mean it's, it's <laughs> not that for, for those people that are legitimately like fucking have to pay a coyote to come across and, i mean joe I would mean, have to have like an oil can for his knees and shit it's like, true like, it's true that's not like yeah but but you know like i can't fault anybody scarecrow yeah, not yeah. the Tin Man. No, you said Tin Man. I can't fault anybody that wants to come to America for opportunity. I mean, when you're willing to um, uh, take everything you own and carry it on your carry it on your back, like that's all you have coming into the U.S. Like, yeah, goddamn, that's pretty fucking gnarly, and it, it shows the power of what we built in the United States that people well, want to do that. I don't want to sound like I don't want any sort of immigrants here in the you, United States. We, we want, absolutely need them. We do we, need. We don't them. want criminals. Like, we don't want people. Well, who I don't want break food to get more expensive. Like I don't want all kinds of. Sh- I mean, the, there's definite advantages to like having them here. They're hard workers. You know, the ones that do work. Because nobody else first, wants to work in agriculture. First, Dude, first generation, nobody. First generation right. people. There, there ain't there ain't no fucking Mexicans that are taking any white man's jobs no. in the fields. First, no, first generation like, Mexicans grass, are super hard, hard, super <laughs> hardworking. Their kids typically are super hardworking, and then you get third generation. It's just like just Americans, fucking lazy, big yeah, pieces of shit like everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, dude, and goddamn, almost all of my friends are Mexican. See, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I work so, like well, a Mexican. Part, <laughs> part of Ben's coming out, and he's only Mexican sometimes it's, when he has a little in him. It's <laughs> funny, dude. Like you know, when you get outside of where we are in California, Arizona, you know, these places. I'm just so used to a large Hispanic population. And then you get into some other places, and you're like, <laughs> pretty fucking white up in here. You know, what's funny is, like, <laughs> like you know, I like, feel uncomfortable. When you measure, like, racial um, stuff in, like, your part this or part that, you know, a lot of people go by percentages, but for Ben, it goes by inches. Sometimes it's six inches Mexican, sometimes eight inches Mexican. Shit. But, I mean, but that was the whole reason, you know, for her bringing up those articles of impeachment is essentially just, like, a complete dereliction of duty. A complete failure to the American people to have a secure border. And so that's what she's bringing up uh, as of a couple of days ago. Well, in a recent development, it looks like she's actually going to use a procedural tactic that's basically going to force a vote from the House floor. People aren't going to be able to be like, oh, no, we're going to drag this on. Like she's going to force like a technical vote where people are going to have to put yay, nay, or abstain. But they're going to have to like – they're going to have to fucking be on the record voting. Of yay or nay or – or they'll, they'll say present. That's yeah. my favorite. Oh, we're so not just you, protesting the vote. So did you see... Or just not show up, in right? the same, Not same, do your job. Same vein as that. They were trying to get Adam Schiff off the House uh, uh, Intelligence Committee, right? Because of uh, being involved in the Russia... Well, not only that, but he yeah. was involved in the Russiagate scandal. He knew he was he was uh, using false information yeah. against the President of the United States. So they voted to, I don't know, censor him or censure, I think it's censure. the word. Censure, yeah. So uh, 20 Republican senators, senators, yeah, voted against it. Or is it maybe it was a congressman. Right. And, and then what just, does that say? <laughs> well, 
it, it yeah. means they're all fucking dirty and they're mm-hmm. scared to death of having them. Of whatever he has but, on them. But uh, today they revoted and the votes were there to censure him. So he has been censured apparently. I just saw Kevin McCarthy. He's all, order, there will be order in the house. It was like done. I was like, ooh. So this is going to be an interesting development. Like maybe Congress is getting something done. Hey. We'll see. That'd yeah. be a first. We'll see. Yeah. Fuck that yeah. guy. So there's that. There's a lot of shit going on. I mean, we, we, you and I kind of had this conversation at dinner last night. We got a little bit into politics, and mostly mm-hmm. about COVID and stuff like that. It's just like, it's so frustrating because everything's so well, there's like this common knowledge that like all of this kind of shit is taking place, all these backdoor dealings, all of this fucking, um, all of this kind of like quid pro quo stuff and like all of these people that are getting favors. Like you have like rich people that say like donated to this campaign fund and all of a sudden they're the fucking like head of a. But that's um, always happened. But I mean, I'm just saying. They're like, an ambassador it's, it's, it's to just, Paraguay or something. Well, right. They're an ambassador. But you, you just get situations where. It's not even like they're pretending to hide no, it anymore. No, they're not. They're not there's, even pretending. There's no. no there's, there's no, no even like. Oh, hey, we need to. They're, they're just like, yeah, you can't touch me. It's like they just have the like, the, the thousand dollars tucked into their fucking suit pocket yeah. hanging out. <laughs> right. Well, okay. I mean, like the equivalent. I mean, like you know, we're using analogies. The equivalent is like you know, hey, we're in a poker game, and I have fucking cards slid up my sleeve, and I keep pulling out aces. You're like, what the fuck? But these guys are just like, you're supposed to have five cards, and they have like ten cards, and you're like, what? It's all aces. What? You know, and they're just like, you're like, dude, you're cheating. And they're like, no, I'm not. And you're like, dude, clearly no, no, no. You have they no don't, cards. They don't like, say no, I'm not. They say, no, you're cheating. Right. <laughs> they're like, prove it. Trump, you know? Trump <laughs> made you do it. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're it, it's just frustrating because like everyone knows it, but everybody's looking at everybody else like, well, what are we gonna do? Well, oh, we gotta rely. You got, gotta just let the government kind of. It's do because it's thing. business as usual, dude. We're so right. used to getting fucked, and we we've, we've given them, especially through COVID, so much power, dude. We still are under emergency powers in California. No, I think they finally rolled back. I don't think Kevin Newsom has given those up yet. No, I think he has. He, he what, did. a couple weeks ago? Uh, it, it was. It wasn't. Um, it, was, it wasn't a long time ago, but it, it was also, within like it was the last within two the last months of it all. Months. Yeah, which yeah. is fucking crazy. But yeah, you know, stupid, stupid people. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what uh, gas is for. We'll see what Lauren Bobart can do. Gas is almost four fifty a gallon again. Yep. It's four thirty-five on my side of town, but that's still how much? Four thirty-five. Yes, four thirty-five on this side if you go to the cheap places. But good luck. Four seventeen on Niles on uh, Niles and yeah. Oh, hey, uh, you You got to go down there. Thirty-fourth in San Dimas, and you can get it for two eighty-nine if you can live. That's (laughs) thirty of those neighborhoods where you do it from inside your vehicle. Thirty-fourth and Q. I I used to stop there occasionally, and I'm a little tight this week because it was right by my work. God damn, dude! Every time I go there, I'm like, you gotta stay fucking strapped. It's no joke. Yeah, I don't want to get clapped. Bro, people will fuck with you. Like, cut you off in the parking lot, and you're like, well, I'm not going to say anything because there's a hundred other people that are going <laughs> to shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's crazy. And then and so on, on that political uh, uh, topic, there's like 17 articles, uh, or no, rather 17 audio tapes that have come up um, that are basically showing that uh, Biden has been taking bribes um, through the Burisma dealing in the Ukraine. And um, so what you're finding out is that um, the, the CEO had been in direct contact with Biden, I guess, twice while he was vice president, and at least 15 other times with Joe Biden since, since he's become president and with Hunter Biden as well, where he's saying like, oh, we didn't have any contact or there's no influence or any of these things. You're finding out, like through this, uh, you know, whole process from the whole House Oversight Committee and all these things that 
are basically asking for these documents that they're finally being released that are showing, hey, a whistleblower is basically, you know, saying that these do exist, that they are there, um, and that, like, they can confirm that, like, all of this shit's real. Um, still not releasing the name of the whistleblower because they're saying, oh, something the might safety. happen to him. Yeah, something might, ha something might happen it, yeah. to him, right? He might have an accident. And the other thing is, too, is but they're also, like, redacting parts of uh, the information that shouldn't be getting redacted. And the, the oversight committee is like, what the fuck? Like, give us the whole thing. Um, Meanwhile, they're distracting us with UFOs. Oh, yeah. Right. And so you have um, – but, again, you have, these, you have these audio files that are basically showing that during – during um you know uh you know trump's time you know as president and and you know even before like showing that you know biden's dirty that all of these things are happening and basically you know fingering this guy as a fucking crooked person he's the one who gets impeached for you know whatever it is they're saying that he did with russia collusion and blah 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 which technically if we want to be i mean the power of impeachment lies with the the, the house right they voted for impeachment, but there was never a trial. It barely passed, and he was never actually convicted of any sort of impeachment because they knew that they weren't going to win it because the Senate was controlled by the Republicans, oh, yeah. and there was no way that it was going to take place. Plus, at the time, um, you have Nancy Pelosi, who full well knew that he was going to be able to defend himself and have a platform to defend himself against all of this stuff. So... All the fucking impeachment stuff was just a political tactic to be like, oh, well, technically we impeached him. I mean, we basically – we arrested him, but he was never convicted of anything, but it doesn't matter because he's still impeached. But, like, he never had it. He never had a day in court. He was never convicted. And they didn't do any of this because they knew that he'd be able to defend himself. And he'd be able to, like, basically, like, levy all kinds of accusations against people that don't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. And so they didn't give him that platform and just basically never sent over the articles of impeachment from Congress to the Senate. So, you know, it, it's fucking crazy, and I'm wondering, you know, where this is going to go. I mean, who knows that uh, this other, um, you know, impeachment proceeding, like, basically saying that we need to impeach Joe Biden is going to go anywhere because I think the House is controlled by the Democrats as it is. Um, you know, it's just somebody needs to do something, right? Oh, yeah, Everybody sure. keeps talking about all of the stuff that's going on, and somebody needs to do something. You know, people give, uh, you know, fucking uh, Rep Bobart a lot of bullshit for, like, oh, she's just a stupid bitch who... Um, is just gun toting. She's not fucking. Uh, she's not That's really right. she educated. She was the one that was going to Congress with yeah. her. With yeah, she was like you know, had, a, had a firearm. Oh, oh, she's just a business owner, and she's just distant. Oh, now she's getting divorced, and all these things. Whoa, 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 whoa! What? She's divorced. Yeah, she she filed, I think, for divorce from her husband. Yeah, but because uh, there's so much dick being flung her way, probably. <laughs> um, but like, uh, you know like the thing. But the thing is, Jerusalem. is that uh, you know, as it stands, I mean, regardless of like what you know their opinion is of her she's getting shit done yeah she's fucking shaking and moving and doing whatever needs to be done oh i mean whether she's popular or not popular you know she's not like fucking ocasio cortez it's like i've not heard about her legislating from fucking twitter and you know like doing all of these fucking things like oh i'm on fucking twitch you know talking about playing video games and reaching out to young people what is she doing she's, she's so, not doing shit you know what she's so cringy that's why i'm like yeah. okay listen maybe you're like a full-on liberal and shit like that but how can you how can you support the cringe of, of like Paris and and the Green New Deal? Oh my the god! Fuck? But but I mean, I'm just I'm literally just talking about how they behave in public. How can you support that? Like 
when you hear Kamala Harris with that cackle, uh, how I would rather oh when I would she rather nervously tongue, laughs about things that are completely inappropriate. I would rather tongue kiss Nancy <laughs> like, Pelosi's oh, butthole. Oh, than, congressman than was have to be in a room with Kamala Harris. Well, it's just dude. like oh, a congressman was uh you know um fucking convicted of raping a child. <laughs> oh, you did, know you're did like you see what? her her Juneteenth Juneteenth speech? No, I didn't. She's like Juneteenth. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh god you're, i want to i want to punch myself in the throat dude well yeah it's it's yeah it's oh they're big old fucking teeth uh but yeah dude i mean there's all kinds of shit that's coming out and yeah they're trying to fucking do like all kinds of like oh hey look over here look over mm-hmm. here at everything that's going on don't look at the audio I, they recordings can't, they can't don't look send, at the fucking you know, trump to prison more than once you know i mean they're really trying they're trying they might go to charges, in china. charges in china yeah china did you hear, How much money did they have pay? You, have you heard his uh, his interview on on the Ukraine war? And some woman was interviewing him, and they're like, uh, "What do you think about the war?" And he's like, "Why aren't officers war would be over in a day?" I know Zelensky. I know Putin. The war would be over in a day. Well, who do you want to win? You want the Ukraine to oh, win? Oh, right? I do remember that, that one. And he's like, "I'm really not about somebody winning the war. I'm about people, stop, you know, like uh, ending the deaths, ending the killing." Yeah, that's what that's what I'm about. Oh, so well, you want Russia that, to win? So you want Russia? I know. I'm like, yeah. Fuck me, dude. And, yeah. and it's so funny how, and people how well were like, he oh, shuts that well, shit he down. didn't say exactly what he would do. So does he really even have a plan? It's like, does he have to say what his fucking plan is? Like, he's a man you know, of action. Presidents, presidents are, are supposed to politic and maybe end wars in right. other countries when they have influence. Versus well, uh, Biden, he was one of the only, worried about standing yes, up. He was one of the only presidents in how long that actually engaged with North Korea, that actually crossed that line Bro, and how did went he into not get, Korea. How did he not get the Nobel Peace Prize for that? It's insane. Yeah. Also, Dennis Dude, Rodman Barack Obama been co- literally co- got a Nobel that. Peace Prize just for being elected. He yeah. literally didn't do shit. And yeah. he was responsible for the most fucking drone killings in his time yes. in office. Have but, you ever, have but you, peace. Have right? you seen yeah. the conspiracy stuff about Michelle Obama? That she's a man. But that she's Michael, his best buddy from college. Yeah. <laughs> and then they show, and then they show pictures of Michael, and you're like, "Fuck, Whoa. man, <sighs> Alex Jones or somebody may be onto something here." <laughs> Dude, that shit's crazy. Like either that, or he definitely had a thing for his friend because he looks just like his wife. Yeah. That would be like if my well, wife got looked some like pretty Jesse. fucking broad shoulders, dude. What if what if Leslie looked like Jesse? <laughs> but with long hair. <laughs> that would say something about my taste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'd be like, sorry, babe. Don't don't wax a mustache tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of nasty. <laughs> somebody somebody can do Photoshop, please. <laughs> Blonde hair. Blonde <laughs> hair. Oh, mm-hmm. man. But, uh, yeah, so... Uh, kind of moving on from the politics and stuff. I mean, this is more law enforcement God. related, but this is pretty fucked up. Um, in Ohio, a man was charged with killing his three sons, uh, quote unquote, execution style. Um, were, and, they, were they being uh, dicks? Yeah, I know Joe asked this, and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Doesn't <laughs> have anything to do. I said, with I yeah. said, were they acting? Were they acting like assholes? And he's all, who? I was like, the kids. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Joe, dude. Uh, but I, I actually watched this arrest video. This guy's basically sitting. They on, went to like, heaven. What are you worried about? His rifle is, like, beside him. These they, two officers are approaching, one with a rifle, one with a pistol. And um, as they're approaching him, they're telling him to, like, you know, get his hands up, all the stuff. And the dude's not really complying, but he's also not moving. He's just like, I'm cool, man. And they're like, no, you're not cool with it. Because like, you can see where they've blacked out, where the kids are basically lying in the front yard dead. Don't you always like, wonder, like, that, from him. that's got to be, like, a, some psychotic break from reality where you're just like, yeah, no. Just, uh, you know, like the women who drown their, oh. their kids in a the bathtub. Like, yeah. there's got to be something, like... 
I remember the guy in Colorado that uh, murdered his daughters and his wife, and uh, he worked for an oil lease. So he he dumped him in like a oil sump, and it was all because he wanted to keep fucking this girl that didn't know he was married and all that stuff. You know, <laughs> it was like a, a, a Peterson Scott Peterson. Oh, right. It's like that. Like like that's some evil shit. Like eh, I just want you out of the way, so I'm gonna fucking beat you over the head with a rock, throw you in the lake. But, like, when a dude just, like, yeah, no, man, I just fucking uh, took my kids out back and shot. Took them out front and shot. Like, you guys can go ahead and take no, the you're like, You're like, wait, wait a minute. Like, there's something, like, what the fuck happened in your reality that you were, like, a normal functioning human being and then you just murder your kid, man? Yeah, at least they didn't have a chance to get fucked up and go to hell, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Kill them young so they go ahead, man. <laughs> oh man, that's fucked up. It's fucked up, dude. And, and the thing that gets me is that, well, the officers, dude, the officers. Finn's, Finn's, Finn's like, laughing because on. I'm not wrong. Well, the officers, man, they were like super professional because they like they, they they fucking grab this dude, you know, they want to throw him on the guy. ground, put him in handcuffs, and this guy's just compliant and like you know he's you just really like, don't want him. He's to like be he's like oh I'm all good, man. I'm not gonna hurt you. Can I can I sit up? And you're like they sit him up, and he's just like oh uh, he's like yeah I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna run. He's all good. And they're just like, put this fucker in a car, right? So they're like moving him, and like he's just all, oh, uh, hey, can you take my wallet out of my pocket? It's kind of bothering me. This guy's all, dude. He's like, shut the fuck up, and you have the right to remain silent. Why don't you exercise it, right? And like starts grabbing everything out of his pockets and like puts him in the car. But like, dude is just nonchalant. Apparently, he even admitted like later on, yeah, I killed him. You know, just admitted to fucking killing don't his don't you wonder like dude i mean that's that that should be an emotional moment of some sort whether you do whatever your reason you're doing it like how how is a motherfucker calm that that makes me believe like well, some, a psychotic some, freak of some sort for some sure. demonic or just a completely evil shit. fucker who because i think i don't know that he like maybe killed the mom too or like something like that but my thing is is like i mean at some point he was maybe even doing it out of spite like oh, okay, I'll kill our fucking kids then, or yeah, I'll kill them right in no, front of you and then kill you. Or I mean, it happens during whatever the custody the case stuff, is. but usually they kill themselves. Yeah, which makes it a well, little. Well, he's bit probably better. a fucking coward to kill himself. Yeah, but it, but it's like remember you, you watch like Constantine with Keanu Reeves or something like that, and like somebody does some heinous shit, and then you see like in the movie, you know, the demon jumps out of their body, and they're like, Wait, what happened? You know, like they're. I, I swear, I feel like that stuff happens to people. I don't know what it is. You know, is there really a demon jumping from or that Denzel Washington movie where it would jump from person to person? Remember that? They had two different oh, colored yeah. eyes. Uh, uh, like what the fuck? Like, there's there's some real fucking evil in the world that, that should happen. You know, I'm not religious, but man, that makes me think pretty pretty terrible. Oh. Dude. I feel bad. I feel bad for the cops because not only do they have to see the kids there, you know, and then of course paramedics have to be there. The fucking fire shows up, and whoever else, and they got to see all that and deal with that, the consequences of that, and not and unfortunately not be able to tune that motherfucker up to like the nth degree, right? Which is a bummer. Yeah, it's. I mean, it could have been worse, right? I mean, he could have just kept that rifle up and, you know, maybe killed a cop, too, or whatever the case is. He could have barricaded himself inside a house. And Why don't just... they just go blow their brains out first and then worry about killing the kids? Yeah. Right. I think that would be the best way to do it. Yeah, but it, it was, it was, it was, I'm, I'm looking at that like, dude, how would I handle that situation? You know, like, I mean, this guy's not touching his gun. Not touching, I mean, yeah, but I'm just like, not touching yeah, I mean, his gun. Like, you... I, how, do you, how do you fucking mentally process, now having to process that scene, and, like, you know, secure the crime scene and, like, take witness statements and do all the stuff. You have three kids that have their fucking heads blown off. So think about this, dude. You know? And I, I know you're, you're a senior on your shift usually. But let's say you're two years on the force and, and you've got a pretty senior shift or three or four or whatever. You've got a couple of years in. And, you know, you've got a major crime scene. You've got a lot of murders. So they call, you know, hey, Ben, 
corner and transport the transport this asshole, right? Somebody's got to transport him, or maybe it's you know the fucking maybe your jail has a transportation unit or whatever it is. They got to show up, take that motherfucker to jail, see the crime scene, and then go to the next call or go to the next booking or go to the next thing, whatever. Like you know, the detectives are probably going to get a debrief on it. Like I know you saw this and that, you know, and that might go in their jacket, their fucking PTSD down in the future. But this is just to everybody else. Like oh, I spent you know five minutes of the call, but I still had to deal with this shit. And then and then you got to go take a fucking 488 from Rite Aid because somebody stole a bubble gum or something, right? Yeah, like yeah. like just go on about your day, you know, and you can do that another 20, 30 times, or your shit's fucking crazy. Like, it's yeah, fucked it's up crazy. shit cops got to go through I, I on a daily. I hope this dude gets a fucking needle, man. And no. it doesn't take and it doesn't take yeah. forever to fucking He's do it. He's a child killer in fucking prison. Get him in prison. I mean, just something. Like, if somebody gets him in the something. shower. Something like he needs treats him like Whitey Bulger. He needs you know? to be ended. Um, because I mean, he's he's admitted it. He's fucking caught doing it. He's got the fucking firearm right there. Huh. Like, what are we? Like to me, like you know, the whole the whole point of Epstein. due process. No, the whole point of due process is that a you're supposed to be proven. Proven guilty, and it's supposed to protect people from being falsely accused of crimes. But when Would somebody you, admits to a crime of that hate, like and the magnitude, and, and like it's the fucking caught red-handed, all, and it's all there, yeah. what are we doing? Well, that's the like, thing. If it's a death penalty case, automatic appeal. Yeah, at least in California, three appeals. We well, gotta give yeah. them a chance to, you know, get off with the and spend tens of millions of dollars of the state's oh, yeah, sure. finances to do mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, that's I fucked up, man. Rosie's subject. Didn't we used to be a fucking airsoft podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, oh, and then this other one's uh, just as great. Um, so <laughs> this next one, uh, this one has to do with that missing submersible. Um, <laughs> it's uh, from the Ocean Gate Can company. we not call it a rescue mission anymore? Um, Can we call it a salvage I, mission? It's a, you check it's this out. It had all kinds of issues that were brought up over the past I think the there's somebody down there with, like, a violin. It didn't pass any safety inspections or anything that's, like, the standard for, like, submersible or submarines or any of this stuff basically the ceo who um you know like did a lot of the funding and did all this shit like going back he basically is like in interviews saying that like hey all of these uh, safety things and all these safety protocols the reason that nothing has developed in the industry as it stands is because all of these safety features are stifling innovation He's like, I'm an innovator, and we're not going to do any of this stuff. That he we're just not made, we're not he just made the, the world's first. most expensive can crusher. Right. Shit. Because um, essentially what happened is, like, for anybody who doesn't know, doesn't live under a rock, is that this thing basically has been radio silent for like a day or two. It, has it only 96, has, had it only 96, has 96 hours, hours of air. Um, never passed any sort of inspections. And the way they got around this is that basically – the, the submersible doesn't travel from, like, a port to wherever it goes. It's international it waters. It's transported yeah. on a boat that has all of its fucking credentials and stuff like that. And in this case, it was transported on a Canadian vessel <laughs> into international waters where there are no regulations. And then was allowed, to, knife fights was allowed to die from that. <laughs> Basically, it's essentially like, from the Simpsons. you know, like, you can have a piece of shit car that's not registered or any of that stuff. But it's being moved on a trailer that does have its tags and papers and all that stuff. You're not going to do anything with the no. car that's on the trailer because it's not traveling on the roadway. Right. So it's not considered it, a vehicle at that point. Right. And so in this case, that's exactly what they did to get around all of these regulations. Um, one of the things that they think is like the main point of issue with like why this thing might have lost contact and why it probably depressurized. Because it went to the bottom of the Is that seat. the glass that <laughs> is the viewing glass that's used on this submersible was apparently only fucking rated for like 1,300 feet of depth. The fucking glass, which like... 
How the far fucking, is the Titanic? The down? Titanic's two, like two, two miles down. Miles. It's like two miles down, dude. Is it really two yeah. miles down? Because the Mariana's Trench crazy, is like dude. no, I, yeah, was, they were saying it was like two and a half miles down. So let me read you a story about the Ocean Gate CEO. Well, so check this out real quick. Okay. So it's just saying, um, oh well, it, and I was just gonna add that like with the ninety-six hours of air, that basically because of the amount of time that's passed, they, they're basically gonna run out of air by six a.m. tomorrow. They've heard they've they've tried. They're hearing noises. knocking. Every half an hour, mm, knocking. I, yeah, but like on the reg. Somebody that was word. somebody that I talked to that um, that works at my job and like does like scuba and does all kinds of like underwater bullshit and everything like that. He was That's basically he was theorizing that the chances are that they're probably already fucking dead as it is. Oh yeah. But that because it lost pressure and probably got crushed, that like at the sea floor there's still like flows of current. Oh, and that there's a lot of muddy debris and all that kind of stuff. Like so what's moving. happening is is that it's probably sloshing Shifting. back and forth. And so every half an hour, it's probably pinging between two things. Ocean Gate Expedition it CEO Stockton yeah. Rush, who was aboard the missing... Uh, oh, who was aboard the missing submersible. Yeah, the CEO. The yeah. CEO was two in Two billionaires. Oh, and like, uh, yeah, like, like an Egyptian billionaire. And, yeah. Okay, I didn't realize he was on it. Uh, <laughs> once explained why he preferred... He was piloting it. And check this out. Fun fact. The piloting control that was used in the submersible <laughs> was a, a PlayStation game? 1 controller. One. A PlayStation well, 1 controller. That's because it's wired. That, PlayStation 1 is wired. That um, yeah. that has all these different controls. Also known as a PlayStation. No, Which, he said he had extra controls. I've seen a video where he went through the whole Once vessel. Once explained why he preferred. He had a couple extra controls just in case that one failed. Not to yeah. hire, <laughs> and I quote, 50-year-old white guys with military experience to pilot his company's vessels. Rush said... He valued captains who were inspirational over experience, noting that anybody can drive the sub, which is controlled with the $30 video game controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I mean, like, goes up, and then, and then it, if you're right. stupid enough to put your life in this guy's hands, then kind of like, eh, yeah, like, didn't, uh, there's some billionaire that's down there with his kid. Yeah, there's two billionaires down there. Well, yeah. But I mean, like, with his, like, nine-year-old kid or some shit like that, I'm like, they're probably really close now. Uh-huh. <laughs> The five people that were down there were bolted in, so they can't even get out of the vessel if it, like, went to the surface, because you can't get out of the seat you're bolted in. So, in theory, let's say there was some sort of issue, there's all these different safety features where, like, if it's got some sort of catastrophic issue, then it's supposed to surface, right? Right. Chances are, is that it could have surfaced, and it's not down there, and it's not depressurized, it could have surfaced somewhere, but it's so far off course... That looking for They're still going to run out of air because it's not going to be able to open right, it, right? Looking for a submersible in the fucking ocean looks oh, yeah, like looking a for a needle in a haystack. And they're still going to run out of air because they can't get out of the fucking vessel. Yet yeah. Elon can land a fucking rocket on a floating base in the middle of the yeah. ocean, like, precisely. Yeah. You know, the guy who invented PayPal. Dude, ocean is still kind of the Wild West. Absolutely. I mean, I, if well, you think about it, you there seen, are actually more significant challenges to fucking getting to the space. bottom of the ocean than there is to get a goddamn fucking spaceship to another planet. The problem, right. the problem with space is just the size. It's it's not the pressures and things like it's that. It's fast. I mean, the, yeah, I time mean, you, is what you're running. You're against. running against time exactly, yeah. like like physics. You know, um, yeah. I, I watched a documentary on James Cameron. Like, he was really into Titanic and all that shit, obviously. But, like, uh, he's, like, the foremost authority on submersibles, like, in the world. That guy's done more submersible dives than anybody. He's been to the Titanic hundreds and hundreds of times, right? Like, 
And I'm like, but I think I'm on like, technical submarines, there's a difference between a submarine submersible and a submersible. Well, there, it's little. And the thing it is, too, is like even people in submarines would be concerned about crush depth bro, at well, that depth. They all look like flashlights, right? And, and, and the problem is, too, is like, like even most, like there's not all submarines aren't created equal. Not all submarines can get that fucking low on depth wise. They they would still be concerned with that kind of pressure. And the thing is, I'm just is glad like, there wasn't a military guy piloting you know, it. People, are, right? yeah. People were like, hey, you know, because um, one of the things is, like, you know, I think most people think, like, oh, these fucking things can go to the bottom of the ocean. They can do all kinds of shit. Fuck they do not have those capabilities. No. They don't, I mean, some some might, but, like, most don't. And, you know, if you think about it, it makes sense because how does a fucking hunter-killer group of fucking destroyer fucking boats go and hunt and destroy a fucking submarine that's supposed to be able to get that low with accuracy and charges depth charges and like you know missile defense missile all, systems. all it takes is a it, nick no it's because I mean, the ocean is. being as vast as it is when they fucking send over airplanes and shit like that you can see the shadow of the fucking yeah. submarine being the fucking you know at depth i mean it's still dark but you can still just fucking you know launch all kinds of shit into there and as long as the fucking explosive is big enough you know causing like that kind of pressure Cavitation. it can still fuck up the submarine well that's the thing all it takes is one itty bitty thing, just like a space vessel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they make most spacecraft out of like tinfoil, basically. Yeah, they're super, super light and super thin. Uh, like, how do you test these materials? You know, and and how do you have redundant systems on something that's no bigger than this room? That's no bigger than a, a large car. You know, you know, like you don't have redundant systems. Like, oh, that broke, so we fix it. Like, no, it's you get one shot, one go. And, these guys are cut right now. It's like the fucking Fiero of submarines, man. You know what's just cool gonna though? go wrong? The other day, also I actually never saw one of those. Yeah. I actually saw this story that said um, there was this hunter killer group that was looking for this like German submarine that was like fucking up the all U-boat. kinds of boats with a U boat in oh, World yeah. War Two, and they actually Catch hunted this fucking thing. And uh, what happened is like you know the Germans they would surface to like save themselves and give up, right? But they'd like scuttle the fucking U boat so that you couldn't Technology. get it. In this case, this fucking, um, this admiral, whoever was in charge of these fucking boats, when the Germans fucking uh, got out of the boat and, like, surrendered, mm-hmm. he sent a team, including a fucking photographer, yeah, there's eight to of document them. it, sent an eight-man team to board the U-boat, got rid of the disarm, dis- disarm yeah. all of the fucking charges, nice. took possession of the boat, and they were trying to get it to... How badass were guys in World War II? Dude, God they, damn. They were, trying to get, um, they were trying to get it started and so to, to get all the fucking water out, and then... They sent a second team in to try to, like, save the boat. They realized they weren't going to be able to save it because it wasn't pumping water fast enough. Mm. They hooked it up to a fucking pulley Toted. and started towing the submarine because what happened was is that it lost like power. When we, like when they we tried to rescue the, uh, the, the kayak that Leslie sank? The, no, 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 the drive They shaft. disconnected the drive shaft because it would make the propeller spin that would fucking generate power from the alternator to get the to get the fucking pumps going. Oh, wow. So they're fucking towing the boat. They're towing the submarine with the fucking destroyer. And it, it gets them power. They basically, they, they have our guys manned on it. A bit, eventually, one of the, I guess the captain of the U-boat, like, comes too because he'd been knocked out. Um, they're basically like, yeah, dude, we're towing your fucking boat. We have all your plans. We know all your <laughs> shit. They had all of the control codes, like, uh, like you know, uh, transmitting uh, all the U-boat cipher, stuff. Not a cipher. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a was cipher. A, it was yeah. a cipher. And so oh, they actually kept this super under wraps, shit. took all of the booty that all of the, you know, the, the Marines or Navy, Navy men had, like seized from right, the boat to like right. keep it completely fucking under under Deal. the books so that they could fucking utilize right, all the right, intelligence they the got. And uh that fucking boat they towed like twenty eight hundred miles. It wasn't even close to anywhere. 
the, like oh, it, through the dude, Bermuda Triangle. That that U boat oh, or that man. submarine is in Chicago. Yeah, oh, Chicago. Dude, they, they towed it up the river into dude, the Great they, Lakes. They towed it and sold it to a city because they were gonna because they were just you know gonna what? like they were gonna. I saw that it. on the list of things I could have toured when I was. That there. is a dude, real you know, knowing Americans German the way they towed it. They probably lassoed that motherfucker. Well, they got help. Was one of the the one of the the crewmen for the sub was also Polish. Oh no, he and was he a con- was, he was a conscript, and he he was like, oh. I he helped him. He's like, I didn't. I'm not a Nazi. He's like, I I'll help you guys, and yeah. then he just went along helping them. They're and like, God damn, the whole fucking crew is just sitting there, just watching them fucking because you know the thing floating. You you know the crew was just like the dude in Inglorious Bastards, and he's like, fuck you, Aldo Lanes. He's like, <laughs> I can't tell you how excited we are to hear you say that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But yeah, dude, that was super crazy. Um, Donnie, and I think it was just—I think it just popped up in the feed just because everything that's going on with this fucking uh, submersible. Oh, yeah. But um, dude, that's crazy. The I mean, uh, two billionaires. I mean, I mean, not that there's not a shortage of billionaires in this fucking world. There were um, thirty-five new yeah. billionaires made during COVID. Yeah, so we have two less now, probably. And uh, that They're CEO, that CEO is probably fucking dead. And the thing is, too, is <laughs> if he lives, he's gonna wish he's fucking dead because he's probably gonna get. Sued into Super a fucking oblivion. Right. Now he'll be like that uh, that that chick that did the the magic medical box. Maybe, no, maybe he just get hundred. No, dude, maybe he just get hundred Biden's attorney and like get the, like uh, probation. The, sil- <laughs> the Silicon Valley chick that used to dress like Steve Jobs you know and talk like this. You want to talk about that, that magic medical because box? Because I, I should have segued into that from the political stuff. Why don't you talk about Hunter Biden's sweetheart oh, yeah. deal? Yeah, yeah. Hunter pled guilty to uh, two tax evasion charges and a uh, like a like a known drug user in possession, in possession of a of firearm. firearm. Uh, it's a little bit different than our laws, right? In no, California. that's in California. Uh, you can't have a fucking gun if you're a drug addict. And uh, yeah, no, he he pled guilty, no jail time. But you know, as long as he as long as he complies with the terms. Yeah, they they, they keep they keep the guy who's that, been like, making six million dollars a well, year from a che- Ukrainian but oil check company. This. The, like every and, article, you know, every article, like just keeps oh, yeah. pounding this away. As long as he complies with his terms, then he gets this sweetheart deal. It's like, oh, like that's so fucking hard. Yeah, I mean, he's literally like, surrounded by secret service. Like, if he tries to go out the house, they're gonna fucking coubaton him. Yeah, um, but just wild. I mean, name off all the fucking names of people that were oh, being convicted, God, that were convicted, and actually did time that did okay. the same fucking thing he's done. Let me look that up because because uh, he was naming it. off all kinds of names of some high powered fucking I'm gonna people. I'm gonna steal this from Bubba that he, he got it. fucking convicted of tax evasion and stuff like that. And just because this motherfucker's got Biden behind his name, he's basically getting nothing. Well, yeah. Not Wouldn't even the fucking, he, not even the gun charge. If he turns states, what's his name? Three years. Mike Sorrentino, which is. Uh, uh, what the fuck is his name on Jersey Shore? Uh-huh. Uh, ja, uh, eight months. Ja Rule, 28 months. Gerald Strawberry, three months. Uh, shit. Did you say what's uh, his name, sorry? What's his name? This is number one. Fat Joe, four months. Joe and Teresa Guidis, four years. Heidi Fleiss, 37 months. Chuck Berry, three months. Richard Hatch, which is the guy from Survivor, the big gay guy. Oh, 15, yeah. 51 months in prison, if anything like that. Oh, because he didn't Le- pay like half of the fucking winnings of the, yeah. Uh, Leona Helmsley. Uh, remember, she she was the owner of the New York Mets or Giants, one of the uh-huh. baseball teams. Four years in prison. Fuck. Hunter Biden. No jail time. No jail time. It's crazy. None. Like, Wesley fucking Snipes, dude. God, they, they took Blade in his motherfucking prime and put him in jail. Blade. Yeah. One of the best superhero movies ever made, Blade. God damn it. Fucking Hunter Biden. Arguably, Hunter Blade Biden is the ruined. reason that Marvel, Marvel basically survived any sort of bankruptcy is because they started selling their fucking uh, their, their rights to other fucking companies to make movies because they weren't making any money from comics at the time. Dude, so Blade, Wesley Snipes Blade was so is directly good. responsible 
for the success that Marvel has now. We also also what what movie was it that he was in? Blade Three with Brian Reynolds. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and uh, what's her name? Uh, Beale, Jessica Beale. Um, yeah. I like her. I like her, and I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Yes. Yeah. Oh. She's, she's so pretty, but kind of like Dude. not pretty at the same no, time. No, she's like she's not. got a little bit of a. She's Joe got, is. Not. You know how I know Joe's gay? <laughs> is she, no, is she's trying to convince pretty? me that she's not. She's hot. got chimp face. I don't like know. if she were, if she were Dude, one, one thousandth of a chromosome different. Day. Oh yeah. From a whole life. If I had to <laughs> eat a banana every time. Like <laughs> Ben's just so excited to say if I had to eat a banana. Yeah, he likes they the phallic symbolism. Dick, dick. I know what you meant. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of phalluses. Oh, but anyway, but anyway, he he uh, he got such like a, Chinese phalluses. He got in such a beef <laughs> with the director. Is that racist? Who's the, who got the director of, of Blade Three? Is somebody who was like a like now a famous director? He was such a piece of shit. Like he wouldn't. Uh, Wesley Snipes. Okay, he wouldn't talk to the director. So he'd come in and he'd like Jesse's the director. He's like Ben. Tell Jesse I'm not gonna do that scene. Oh. And he like wait, like he was doing that. He was like eight hours late to the shoot, and like Ryan Reynolds talked about it once. And he's like, you mean like I? Vin Diesel would do on Fast and the Furious? Bro, come on, we all know Vin Diesel's piece of shit, right? Um, yeah, dude. Hey, but I, I you know what? I, like, I actually like Blade <laughs> like Three. Fucking Christian Bale. I actually like Blade Three. It's got the the fucking Triple H, the the wrestler, is oh. in it, and then the chick from Best in Show. Dude, Triple H is still fucking huge. Yeah, he's not nearly as jacked. He's like as a he manager he's like for like Usada the WWE jacked. now, yeah. and like I actually saw him like backstage in one of the WWE events well, I was boy. working, and like he had like a like a pair of like you know nice slacks on, and like he hadn't put on his like dress jacket yet to go out and like do whatever he was doing, but like he had his hair slicked back, and like he was wearing like a tank top, like that he was gonna like because he was wearing that under the jacket. Dude was fucking ripped still. Like he was in the gym, fucking like, you know, getting some pumps in. GRT, bro. He was fucking big, man. Yeah. I was like, dude, he could still totally go out there and whoop some ass. Which that's probably what it's for, right? Like you know, he can go out there like Vince McMahon, yeah, right, right, right. all fucking yoked, like as a CEO. Dude, don't you love when you see Vince McMahon? Dude, like, I know he doesn't do it anymore, oh, but like I, at seventy five, he was out Vince there McMahon like Vince McMahon would go out there seventy five, all fucking yoked, and like he'd come out and he'd be like this, like throwing his arms around. The billionaire like, strut, dude. That's where Connor oh, got it from, dude. That's so cool. Hey, how about the, well, okay? My favorite because I don't, I'm not a wrestler. I don't watch. I don't watch wrestling since Andre the Giant. I don't. Was I don't WWE. like wrestling either. But, but Vince McMahon. Oh, since it was WWF, I don't watch it. Oh yeah. But when when Trump. Oh when yes! Trump came I flying down. Oh my god! Flew Slid under the bottom the rope, ropes, and, and bam, 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 bam! Vince McMahon's ass, yeah. dude. That's what I was like. Okay, hey, Trump's kind of big. Yeah, like he's kind of oh, a yeah. kind of a like an Uncle Buck type big guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that motherfucker can actually move, and he was. Dude, can you imagine Joe Biden doing the same thing? Joe Biden run down the ramp and like, cool, cool, shit his face on the scooter. His knees would just fucking flamingo immediately. (laughs) Joe Biden would end his own life going down the ramp. No, he just he just wandered around. Because Joe Biden's all, oh, I couldn't lock in my shoes into the ramp. (laughs) No, no, no. He'd lock in his shoes and there'd be some device that would... Wouldn't you love to see like his heel... On a fucking big swing. Wouldn't you love to see his heel speech? He'd be like... Yeah. yeah, Vince McMahon was backstage rubbing my legs. I got hairy legs. <laughs> the so anyway, in his fingers. Yeah. You know, you know the thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. God. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was a, that's a funny video though. I know. Yeah, yeah. Trump doing that. I'm like, oh, put in work, sir. And he had to be like 65 when he did that. It, like, because he's he's all he's he's uh, Biden's age almost. And so that was before he was elected. That motherfucker could move. I can't move like that. 
Yeah. Pretty yeah. impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Who well, knew we were well. going to be talking about Trump and wrestling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the whitest podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can get into this what if. Yes, let's do it. All right. Are you going to be the so, watcher? Three things that you grab before getting to your car like dick. and bugging out. You don't have anything preloaded in your car because you cleaned it out the day before and you were a lazy piece of shit and you didn't put it all back. So you only got three things to grab quickly, get in your car, Where are we get whatever the fuck you need to go. Three things. Where are we in, grabbing it from? From your house. Okay. You got to your house. You can only fucking grab three things. For whatever reason, that's all you have fucking So I have a few for. questions about this because this is important. Three things. What, if you what am I wearing? Bag. What, what was I doing when it when it happened? You were working. I was working, so I'm wearing dress shoes. Okay. Okay. I just need to know shit like that. What's this, what, what month is it? I need to know the season. Season? Is it hot or cold? Spring. Okay. <laughs> Good. Uh, AR, three mags. That's one thing. Right? Mm. I'll let it. I'll let it. Let it I'll allow it. Go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, where am I going? I don't know. Where are you going? I'm just, I'm just bugging out. I'm going to get out. my wife. You need to grab. To you need, you need to grab three things to leave the house. Presuming that your wife is somewhere else. So which dog you're do gonna, I have to leave? Yeah, behind? You're going <laughs> to go get her. Three <laughs> things. Three things. Uh, I'm definitely going to take a rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, if and I think like my bug out bag, my get home bag, I should say, my get home bag that I keep in my car. I got a pair of shoes because I wear fucking dress shoes to work. Mm-hmm. So I got to have that. And uh, I mean, and playing within the spirit of the rules, you know, assuming that nobody's completely full of shit about what they are prepared to do. You can grab your bug out bag that has shit in it. Oh, my bug out bag? Uh, if my... you have a bug out bag that's oh. got shit in it, okay. and you legitimately have a fucking bug out bag that car. already has shit in it. Yeah, yeah. And we're not okay. making up stuff. I mean, like, legitimately shit that you have put together at your house. So, oh, three I things. Mean, it's all in my car, but. Three, uh, three objects. My bug out bag. <laughs> three my, objects. Like, my bug out bag, my gun, and my. Uh, uh, something to make fire with. Something to have to boil water or whatever. I mean, I could take, like, a. Like, uh, I, I, except my, my get home bag, I have things like I have shoes, I have paracord, I have tape, I have a tarp, um, I have a, a water purifier, like a life straw, mm-hmm. fire, um, I have like a, like a, a sweatshirt, you know, just something kind of like that packs up small. I've got a like poncho, just keep me warm, dry, uh, able to move with good shoes. I think that's important because yeah, I can run in fucking slacks, but I can't run in dress shoes very well. You know, I can't run very well at all, but if yeah. I'm going to be moving on my feet, um, I mean, I have a lot more stuff in my truck than that, but, but that's the one thing I have that I can grab very quickly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when you think about any place where you're going to be out of elements is always going to be uh, fire, water, food, shelter, right? Right. Or fire, water, shelter, food. Um, you're going to need fire first so you can boil water, whatever it may be. So something to start fire. I'm going to have to have good shoes. And if I have a rifle, I can probably come across a few things by chance. That I'm gonna to need to take with me at a later later time. Those are gonna be the three things that I can't live without. I've actually I may amend that to a pistol depending on the situation. If it's just ah oh, fucking chaos, I want a rifle. But if it's one of these situations where like there's an EM, I thought about this. I'm at work. There's an EMP. I gotta get home. Right, I have my get home bag. So it's gonna take me a few hours to get home. It may take me overnight to get home depending on the situation. Right. Do I want to have an exposed gun? Do I want to have a concealed gun? You know what I'm saying? You carry a rifle and you're open carry. Uh, yeah. Carry a pistol, you know. So I, it, depending on the situation, but if I just want to fuck people up, I'm taking a rifle. If you know you're going to a firefight, take a rifle. Yeah, 
That's my, that's my. I would say you gotta have good shoes, man. Because when your feet fucking go, we all know this marathon. When your feet go, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. What about you? You coming home from work? Well, I already have more layers on than I want when I'm coming home from work. Right. <laughs> Long sleeve covered constantly, steel toe boots. So of course, firearm. My bag, my backpack. I pretty much take everywhere with me. Knives and lighters, all sorts of shit in there. Uh-huh. I probably shouldn't even have on my premises at work, but you don't. You don't actually take it to work. No, it's in my truck, but that, they still can. You don't actually that take that to being work on property. You don't actually take that to work. I never did. No, no, I don't. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, so know, two things. I don't even know what a third thing would be. It's like fucking Big Mac. Big bag. <laughs> Extra cheese. Yeah. I need some fuel for this ride, motherfucker. Uh, Maybe some food to start out with. Mm. You, you gotta have the extra calories to burn when you have all the <laughs> load of calories in your body already. What are yeah. your three? You've obviously been thinking about it. Oh, uh, well, I actually, I did. I actually typed that out when, right before we started the show. I love what ifs. I love um, this shit. So, like, I mean, obviously, if I'm coming home, I'm kind of already geared, but, like, I don't, I'm not going to grab clothes. Maybe I'm you're coming home it. from the gym. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're coming home from the gym and you're not. You're, in your, you're coming home from work. Your work vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's true. Because you were like, I'm in my shoes. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're in a good situation. I mean, a, yeah, a cop I mean, car if, is the first thing I'd fucking steal in the yeah. apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, if if I was coming home, I mean, I, that probably wouldn't be the car I'd take. Um, but uh, you know, I would def you know definitely take my truck probably just because it's just more capable. Right. But I mean, as as far as objects and stuff, like I already have. In my case, being what I do is like so. I heard, take I heard, you out of your work though, because that's that's almost an unfair fight, right? <laughs> so, yeah. so take you out of. You're coming home from the gym. You're in your private. You're in your personal vehicle. Mm-hmm. Do it that way. Yeah, that's probably easier. Cause yeah, it's easy mode my well, way. Well, it's more challenging, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's easy mode my way. Yeah, I, no I'm like, shit. Oh, I don't need body armor. I already have like fucking tactical clothing on. I already have boots. <laughs> I already have a pistol. I already have all. Yeah, this I mean, stuff. I already have. Fire. It's really if I can get to my truck, it's not a fair fight. Mm-hmm. If I can get to my truck, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I do have a bag. You know, I have soft armor. I have guns in it. You know, I have like fucking like camping stuff. Like, but it's like it's like a fire starter. It's like water purification tablets. And the thing is, I don't have any like food in it. Like, I don't. Ha- I have a box of MREs, but it's not in the bag. You know, so that yeah. it, it would basically just be like equipment and guns that would that I'd be taking. Uh, you know, gym. You know, like. Clothing wise, um, you know, I'd probably, I'd probably change into, you know, like some sort of fucking, like airsoft kit. You know, I'd, I'd just put on like some five eleven stuff, um, you know, and wear that. You know, take my bag. Um, third thing that I'd probably get because a lot of the shit that I want is already in my bag, uh, as far as like you know firearms and armor and camping bullshit is uh i would probably take the the box of mres that i have because it's a good amount of food to start with in terms of just having like you know because i'm probably gonna go get my i'm gonna find my fucking kids you know i'm gonna get my wife and fucking bounce right so it's like i've, I've thought about uh, equipping my wife with a bout phone and you know for for comms yeah you know if it needed to get a hold of her and not like she'd ever figure it out or use it because she can't figure out how to fucking answer her cell phone can't for six hours. Of the can't figure out how to turn that. Um, <laughs> I forgot to charge my mic. Well, but okay. So the one thing I think about is an EMP. 
um, you know, what, what happens then? Because that's the only reason I wouldn't have my truck with a couple extra gallons of gas. I mean, I've, I've now got a water uh, gallon and a half, what, two gallons of water on my truck. You know, I've got, I've got a fucking tent. I mean, I've got shelter should I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I listen to this. I used to listen to this. It's Can You Survive This Podcast? It's an interesting podcast. It's a, it's a former Navy SEAL guy. And he always has a scenario at the end where he talks about that. Like, hey, you're going up to meet your buddies. Uh, you flew to Montana. You grabbed a rental car. You're going up to meet your buddies uh, to go fucking hunting. It's snow. Your car slides off and you're upside down. What do you do next? And he's like, do you A, do this? B, he always questions the guys. B, this, C, this. You know, like he, he runs them through like a, remember those uh, design your own adventure books? Yeah. And that's like kind of what it ends up being. Like, did you, did you make... At this juncture, you've got these three things. What do you do? Do you stay put? Do you wait for help? Do you, you know, do you head out? Um, and and I love, I love putting myself like honestly, when I can't sleep at night, that's how I put myself to sleep is running through scenarios of that. Like that's why I'm constantly evolving my kit that I carry with me. Like what do I need? And I was like fucking shoes. I, I'm I'm obsessed with having comfortable feet, man. Because like I've got my nice little small Merrells in there, you know. But also I have you know something to stay dry because what if you have to stay out overnight and it's mm-hmm. 30 degrees you know or wherever you may be so uh yeah what's the first thing you think of in cold weather being stranded a, a tarp shelter yeah all well yeah shelter fire water food you have to yeah that's the only way to get warm only way to keep dry well yeah i mean you could go hyperthermic and i mean we're in california where it's uh, fucking our, our winters are like you were talking about norway summer you know yeah um it's no big no big deal at all but still, you can die. Right. I always think about, like, I'm at work when I was down at the hospital. Like, how am I going to get home? Like, I've got to take it on foot. What's my route to get home? You know, it used to be the Kern River, uh, you know, along that area. You know, I'm not going to go through as many populated areas. I'm going to have a nice area, you know, to kind of kind of get me certain directions, things like that, follow that. Less people. You don't want to go through a population center, man, especially when all hell's breaking loose now. No. Definitely not. You know, so how do you do that? How do you, you know, what is your plan with your, your wife and your kids? If shit just goes fucking sideways, what do they do? You know, they're going to go on their pogo stick and, and come hopping home? Probably fucking, they don't know what to do. Hey, like, realistically, like, you know, I'd probably... Are you going to go, go to them up, or are you going to meet them at the house? I'd probably go to the creek. I'd go up to the no the, the trail and be along that creek. Wait, so in what, that, what's trail? No creek? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. So no, no, no. give it away. But no, I've like, thought about that. I've thought about that, too. Of, you know, uh, I'm along a water source. There's wildlife there. I'm in a good area where Especially if, you've got like, an if somebody's going to come at me, they're going to have to come one of two ways. So here's how do you get there, though? What if the canyon is blocked off? Fucking walk it, dude. Yeah. But you have to walk it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's there's some limitations to it. That's what I always think. Like, I want to put a food cap. I was just talking to my buddy about that. I mean, it would take about a day's walk, probably. Oh, at least. To get there, but. From your house, it would take yeah, a day. Yeah. From my house, a little bit longer. You know? We ran through this scenario a couple years ago. Remember we had the earthquake on. Oh, dude, I remember it shook for like a minute. Right? So we are where we're sitting right now. We are about 150 feet away from the floodplain. The dam breaks. So they just rebuilt the dam. Um, And and Isabella, where we go kayaking and stuff like that. But if that were to break, especially now, I mean, our water systems are too fucking capacity right now. I mean, you've seen them out, like, working on canals and shit, widening them. We're pulling bodies out of the fucking water from people that have got swept away in the rivers. Fuck them. And, uh, like, everything is at capacity, man. The The canal water is moving so fucking fast. Oh, my God. It actually looks like plastic is, like, wrapped around people. It's traveling so So fucking fast. fast. It's creating It looks like the Kern River. It is insane. But, I mean, like... Like, dude, like, bodies are tumbling 
against grates and their fucking skins grinding off because the water's traveling so fast. Yuck. It is insane. Wow. But if that ha- okay, so when that happened, like that night that it happened, because our pool, the the water was rocking. It wasn't a, like a shaker earthquake. It was the big boom boom where the water was rocking side to side in our pool. So on one side, it would be a foot over one side of the pool and two feet down. You know, mm-hmm. it was doing that kind of deal. Um, so we packed up, put the tent on the car, made sure that shit was all ready, bugged out. Where are we going to go? You know, so we're going to go north to get away from it, but we don't want to go on any freeways. I had a really, since you listen to our podcast, we can talk about it. Uh, my buddy, we were talking about putting a cache somewhere, right? Uh, food. Like, where do we put it? You know, where do we go? And he was talking about uh, paths of egress from where you are. It's like, what places are going to be congested, right? All the freeways are going to be congested, all the roadways. Um, I've got, I can drive through orchards out here. You can drive off road and things like that, but railways, railways, mm-hmm. right? I mean, as long as there's not a train there and you're going through a tunnel, that's a pretty good plan to get through places because people aren't going to go to the railroad tracks, mm-hmm. right? but you've got a clear path for the most part, even next to the railroad tracks, right? Cause it's cleared. Presumably. Presumably. I've been along some railroad tracks that are pretty some fucking are. treacherous. Some are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's but, a lot of obstructions in them sometimes, and there's not a lot of, like, it, pathway that's, like, it was like an interesting, bushes of overgrown. Right, and they'll be, like, side, you know, like, uh, Lots steep. of rocks and stuff yeah. that could potentially puncture your tires. And the other thing is, too, is, like, unless you have 4 by 4 and a lift, yeah, you're not trying getting to over cross the tracks, the tracks yeah. depending on how far you are, yeah, you, you could get stuck. Yeah. It's interesting, though, if you think about a clear path that people aren't going to be on, that's something to explore, at least, and think about, like, it's an option in certain areas to get through. I thought that was a pretty good idea. Mm-hmm. But, you know, do we have do we have cached food? And that's what we were talking about is, you know, what is your, uh, uh, Mike Glover talks about this on, uh, like, Phil Craft's Survival. The, uh, uh, he's got a couple different podcasts. And he talks about, like, what is your community? You know, like, if I got a bug out, what are my resources? What do I have outside of what I have with me? I can get how far in my car? 250 miles. Let's say 250 miles. 300 miles. This is about yeah, if you have a full tank, yeah. 300 miles, yeah. And I mean, I've got a couple gallons of gas, but who who else does that? Who else always keeps their car filled up? I'm below half a tank right now because I just kept putting it off. I'm at like half a quarter, dude. And I usually right don't I let it go. I normally let it get that low. Like I half. usually don't get, let it get below half a tank, but you know, I'm fucking lazy. My feet hurt. <laughs> um, so, you know, what do you have as far as like, okay, my buddy has a ranch. What have I talked to my buddy about, you know, at the ranch? Like, is he going to allow me on? Because I got that ranch. You start showing up, be like, sorry, bro. No, full too up. many mouths to feed. Unless we've talked about it. Like, what <laughs> are you bringing to the ranch or are you just a drain on resources? Yeah. Because that person lives at the ranch has been preparing for this. That's why they live on the ranch, right? So I, I love this guy. I love this kind of, we could do a whole all of our podcasts on this well, show. It always depends. It. Yeah. It's like, okay, is that other person going to be resourceful? Is it going to help you in the long run with that? Are they going to be Danny McBride drinking all your water and cooking up all the bacon and shit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Jesse would just be in there like spinning the toilet paper rolls. <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Super resourceful. I'd be but... in there fucking starving everybody. Like, do you really need that? Do you really need that? I'd be, I'd be that person that's like on Survivor Nazi? that has like an overabundance of food and I'm fucking like getting skinny hoarding it and I'm like well I'm gonna survive like, it's like know, the guy, guy on the loan that saved yeah, all his yeah. fish <laughs> he had all the fish and, and he's like oh, no, I can survive and had to tap out that'd be me I'd be like because no, he never ate the fish we can't use the fish we gotta save the fish it's funny because like I watch so much survival shit and Bear Girls is like eat your calories drink your water now because you don't know when you're gonna have it again yeah. and I'm like bro I'm gonna need a little bit of water <laughs> at the end of the night you know, <laughs> to be able to sleep like 
like I, I would stretch my water out a little bit, but I kind of like the idea of, you know, like dumping all your food in while you have it. Because whenever you watch zombie movies and shit, they're like, we've got this great cache of food. And the zombies attack you, I'll drop everything, take off running. Like, God right. damn it, I should have eaten that Snickers bar, right? Yeah. Right. And, you know, and water is a huge thing. Like, you know, how much what work? Like, that's you why I was like, that, that, and that's why I'm like, hey, water. that's why I'm like, hey, you know, yeah, you, you got to, I got to be by a, a water source, you know, near a creek or something like you've, that to be able to have water and purify it. Because, you got to have a life You know, straw. unless you're going to stay. Unless you're going to stay in place, like at your house, which I mean probably is not advisable. But if you did, at least you can fill up your tubs, you know, and then just keep them full. Yeah. Um, because that's yeah, something you that you could do. Yeah, know it's going down. But, you know, at what, point, so what point is somebody going to come through the neighborhood and start breaking into people's houses? And then it's going to be your house and then you're going to have to fight. Well, yeah, Are they going to bug out because they don't want to fight? Or is somebody really going to be like, oh, I want whatever they have? You know, and, it's one and of how, how long can you like, I feel like I could bunker down in the house and take out a lot of people. But there's one thing that's going to get me out of here. Fucking fire. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can get up here and you're going to you're going to enter the fatal funnel forever trying to come up the stairs. But you throw a Molotov cocktail and I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. So are you going to bunker in your house? That's a tough one. Are you going to bunker in your house for a day or two? You're going to prepare your supplies and then go. You know, like, are you going to miss that golden opportunity to get out? Or are you going to take that opportunity to prepare? You know, like, how prepared are you now? How far ahead of the curve are you going to be? How much ammo do you have? How much food do you have? You can't carry yeah, like, all I have a shitload of ammo, but can't I can't carry, carry it all. No. How much ammo can you carry? 100 rounds, maybe? Dude, like, three, I mean, three, a, a, three a mags ca- and three boxes. The case I have is like 150, like 200 rounds. That's heavy. It's heavy, exactly. Carrying more than that? Uh, uh, I mean, they're not even preloaded. I have a couple that are preloaded mags already, right? A hundred So I can rounds. grab a couple of them and stuff them in. Like, let's say six six magazines. Now, we carry that for airsoft, like six, seven magazines. Yeah, but with bullets but in it? Bullets are is heavy. a different fucking I think, story. I think, I want to say. Especially I, when you're talking about plates and soft yeah, armor and I stuff just, like that. No, you're I talking just, about adding like 20 I just pounds. heard a guy talking about this, and, and three mags, I think, is 7.7 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like, he had it measured out, and it's like... Pounds, uh, ounces equal pounds when you're bugging out. Are you? I mean, you're in this situation where you have to move. Are you going to wear fucking armor? You're going to wear 14 pounds of armor? 10 pounds of armor? That's tough, dude. That's going to limit your movement. Do you want to be mobile? I mean, are you going to get in gunfights? Are you running from people like that that's there's so many considerations. Are you going to are you going to have all this heavy tactical gear and be a juggernaut? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like depending on the situation, I'm not I, very I feel like people are going to be more of a threat than like whatever else you're dealing with, probably because absolutely of the fact even that if it's zombies, are gonna, people the, the, are going to be well, more the fact that people are going to be unprepared. Yeah, and so I feel like armor would be very important, and I'd be more concerned about being able to take around and survive than about being mobile and still getting shot. Not one person mentioned a med kit. I mean, obviously, in my in my get home bag, I have a med kit. Eh. I have tourniquets. It's like I, I carry a small first aid kit, but yeah. But well, what's in there? A fucking band aid and a lollipop. Band aid, uh, butterfly strips. Yes. Do some, you have a tourniquet? Band? Tape. Do you have a tourniquet? Your first aid kit. That's not I have a first aid kit. You need a tourniquet. in my bag that I was talking about. But I also even have one in my truck. But I mean, but the whole scenario is, is we, the other, we went hiking and, and you know I had my backpack and he grabs my my extra tourniquet. He goes, oh, oh shit, let me grab your tourniquet. I'm like, yeah, I already got two in the bag. Like, it's important, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I shit. You got to have your first aid stuff squared away. That's a big deal. You first aid kit. You don't know if you're going to have an accident, right? My, my, Oops, yeah. I fell. I need a tourniquet. I was oh, talking shit, about my buddy. Right? He was out hiking with his kids, got about seven miles out, fell through some rocks, and completely shattered his ankle. Had to crawl like five fucking miles back. 
with, a, I mean, an ankle that's flopping. Yeah. Had to go through physical rehab for like a year and shit like that. Like, it was a bad, and he was a tough-ass wrestler and shit. So, uh, you never know. You never know. You gotta have a first aid, you know. At least a tourniquet, though, because, uh, you know, bleed's the most, the, the biggest thing you can, you can, you can actually fix, you know. If you have a fucking heart attack, you can't fix that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ben's like, Damn, I got this. I got this cut on my forehead. I better put a tourniquet on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> but having a water purifier, a life straw, is a big, big deal. Fire. It, I've heard this argument too on all these survival podcasts. Like, oh, you have a life straw. How are you going to transport water with it? I'm like, you don't have like, to. Well, okay, so no, I've literally heard this. Like, okay, well, I'm going to put it in my mouth, spit it in the bottle. I'm like, it's fucking stupid. Put it in the bottle and then suck it through the life straw. It's simple as pie, right? It's the easiest thing I've ever fucking heard. But I swear to God, on at least three different podcasts, I've heard people make that stupid argument. And I'm like, bro, you were a fucking Delta Force guy. Mm-hmm. And you can't figure out how to put your, your life straw in a water bottle full of dirty water. <laughs> You're an yeah. idiot. Yeah. Yeah. People I respect, I'm just like, mm, <laughs> you may not make it onto the ranch. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude, I love, scenar- I love scenarios, though. I love that shit. Yeah, it's good. That's why I started asking so many it's questions. Fun. That's why my wife I insists like, she has an all-wheel drive vehicle. Always. Like, if I can get to the mountains. That's why my secondary car I'm good. has all-wheel drive now. Always. Because I'm like, dude, this low Mercedes sucks. Nope. nope. You, you have no to room. at least be able to... Ho- like, you're stuck. Remember that, the video of the people stuck on the uh, the freeway? And I, I, I don't think it was a paradise fire. But the fire hit the freeway. It was coming in. Everybody's like, ah, I'm fucking freaking out. And they're all stuck right there. My truck, I'm going right right up the fucking embankment through the fence. Fuck this shit, right? <laughs> yeah. You can't do that in a little Mercedes. You can't... I mean, the wife's Lexus probably... <laughs> not gonna do I mean she can maybe fuck it up but she can get out of there right because yeah. at least it's gonna pull yeah I'm a, I'm a fan of at least having the basic necessities with you at all times the bare necessities <laughs> one might say that <laughs> uh, but I love that shit dude yeah so fix your first aid kit get a tourniquet get on yeah. Amazon and buy it um, I have a first and aid if you kit. don't have a gun get a gun yeah <laughs> I have a first aid kit for my dogs dude and it includes a uh, specific tourniquet that works for small limbs, like kids. Because also, your tourniquet that you're going to buy is for adults. I mean, some, of these, work on your kids. some of these nerds watching our podcast or listening to us, they probably don't have a gun, but they probably have a fucking sword. <laughs> hey, dude. Okay, so I Could I listened be. to a great series of books. Oh, I'm going to be Michonne. <laughs> I wish I could remember the name, of, the name of the series, but it was written. One of the guys is uh, part of Black Rifle com- uh, Coffee Company. Uh, you know, retired, like, I don't know, Army Ranger. And it's all retired military guys. And it was a it was a, a, like a like a power outage kind of apocalypse, you know. Then the Mexican cartels invaded, and it was it was pretty fucking cool. And it was very realistic. And what they ended up getting down to were cold steel uh, copus machetes, which I actually have sitting by the front door, the same exact one, um, because that's what they chose to do. Is the, the not copus? What is it? It's I based, have a Gerber machete. Yeah, fantastic. Well, it was it was it was based on a Roman. Roman sword, I think. I'm an uh, Ozark machete. But, but, but <laughs> you know what? Because you got a Walmart. But, but here's the thing. Mine, dude. You fucking what are you going to be down to? It. It's like, and it's it's light, mm-hmm. and it's it's mobile, and, and it's... And I have a nice rubber grip on it. Yeah. Oh, I'll well, be in comfort while I okay. take your fucking head off. Let's talk about this. Because I would win Harry Potter. And it has a saw on the backside. It's great. I, wait, I would win Harry Potter. Because what's the one thing Harry Potter needed more than anything else? No. <laughs> Ben, do you, have a, do you have an answer? No. A lanyard on his fucking wand. Because that oh, shit's fuck. always getting knocked out of your <laughs> yeah. hand. Put a fucking lanyard, a lanyard on it. I lanyard on my fucking machete. Bro, bro, you hit you hit my wand, I'm like, I'm like, uh, excubate! <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Boom! I hit you back with it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Have a lanyard on it. 
There's little shit like that I think about, man. It's important. It's important. But you got to be able to run. And, and and I think that we, not being military, having done airsoft, we are at an advantage to people that weren't in the military but didn't do airsoft over most people because we know what it's like to do an eight-hour fucking game with what's on your back, what's going to exhaust you, what's necessary. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. I think we have good experience. I mean, as silly as the game is, it is silly. Yeah. It does have a certain level of practicality. It made to me it. a better camper. Yeah, because I am like, okay, <laughs> this is lightweight. This is heavy. This is useless. This is not like, you know, like it's it's important. Yeah, you know, you remember we kind of went through like, hey, we're gonna go all out like cooking big meals, and then we're like, oh, it's not too much, so we started doing MREs, and then we graduated from nice. MREs back to like kind of doing Blackstone stuff, but on a smaller scale. Yeah, right, like. We fucking went the extreme way that like was too much, and then we fucking scaled back so much that it's like the the comfort was gone, and then we kind of like we we evolved into like you okay, could do any we can of that. do this. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it all depends on where all we're going. But, it's like well, what's going to be easier for us to do? Like a jet boil. We have a, to ha- haul more shit or what? A so. jet boil is a great thing, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. we were able to do MREs, we we're able to do coffee, we do all that stuff. It's a super light gas because it's not propane, so it's a, a kerosene super kerosene. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's right? not kerosene. No, what, not what, kerosene. Is, what is a gas? It's, it's, it's a, butane. It's butane. butane. I'm sorry, yeah. butane. Butane's super light, and it's a much thinner uh, metal. It they fucking have to feels have. empty. It's a lower pressure. Yeah. But here's the problem. Anything where you have to have fuel, anything like that, is going to run out in a matter of days. Is it worth the wait? A lighter, a piece of wood, that's important. But are you in the winter? You know, when I make my pack right now, oh, it's summer. But I'm not gonna check it for right. Six like months. I like a blackstone because it's fucking really cool to use. But as soon as they run out of those bean containers, it yeah. sucks, right? Done. And the thing is, I can take like one of those. Uh, like I have one of those um, solo stoves, mm-hmm. and it has a grate on top so that you can actually cook on it. So like, I can take the solo stove, use it as you know, like a, a campfire thing, but put the grate over the top of it so I can actually cook. On well, I have it. a my blackstone, and it's just a big piece of fucking steel. I have a Blackstone uh, adapter kit so I can hook it up to a big propane tank. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have it. Yeah, that's 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 a nice move. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty nice. Uh, you know, we're not we're not taking the. Blackstone. It's like cool. Oh, we're gonna get some more gas. You know, it's we're like, not we're uh, not taking the Blackstone with us on a bug out situation. Right? No, no, no. But but no. what we've learned through airsoft is really like okay, what's a necessary kit? You know, what's a convenience? You know, we have certain things, but it's like I know how long my feet are gonna last. I know what I need to be wearing. I mean, I, I ultimately want my Solomons. I want. You know, my fucking cry ripoff pants, you know, because I want knee pads because eventually, like, mm-hmm. your body's going to take a beating over this time. And it's it's never going to get better. You're never going to have help. So do I want things like knee pads? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You know, if I can, uh, ultimately, that's what you want. That isn't what I have. You know, I've got, like, hiking gear. Also, do I want to have a loud fucking camo kit when I'm trying to make it home through the ghetto or trying to make it home? <laughs> right? No. I yeah. mean, I, I want, like, some just some brown or some gray or some shit like that where I'm going to blend, you know? Not a camouflage, but uh, you know what I mean. I don't want to like, stand out. Like I don't care. Well, but you got to be able to be you got to be able to be a little bit of a gray man at times to make it through the apocalypse, right? Like you don't want to stand out. You kind of want to look like a homeless guy that nobody's gonna fuck with from a glance, right? Like mm-hmm. just a, mm, I'm like, well, yeah. That if you don't want to look like Denzel Washington and Book of Eli, <laughs> you you kind of yeah yeah. You, yeah. I mean, you don't want to walk have, around with a cane and shit and like I'm fucking blind. <laughs> I'll be like, surprise on you, motherfucker! Bam! <laughs> no one knew he was blind. It's mm-hmm. the opposite. Uh, but Mila Kunis was in it. He missed out on seeing her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that shit, dude. It's so much fun. You know, like Pocket Knife. 
Oh, that's important to have on you. But, but boy, they the shit starts to add up. I'm like, which Dude, type everyday of- carry. Yeah. Everyday carry. Flashlight. How long I is have, it going to last? But yeah, it's flashlight. Well, I have a knife. If you have something have like gun. this, that's have an extra might magazine. take forever to recharge. Oh, but solar? Still- That'll never fucking recharge in the sun. And is it worth the wait? No. And what are you recharging? Your Everything. phone? But it's an EMP and shit's down, right? That's like true. solar panels are so inefficient. You just got to ditch that shit. But for like a, a day or two, it's going to be great. Like maybe communications are up. Maybe to get hold of your wife. Like meet me here, whatever. Communications patched through. But at a certain point, you're like, fuck this phone. It's no good. Toss it. You know? Like like things are dependent on. Um, you know, in, in my kit, I actually have dryer lint and Vaseline in yeah. a jar. You know, uh, so that I can start a fire a little bit easier if I'm in a rainy season or something like that. You know, I have some fire starter blocks, but they're fucking heavy. Mm-hmm. You know, I have some things for fire. I, I don't know. I love this shit. We can go into the minutia. We need to do like a prepper or like a, oh, like yeah. a bug out we'll show. That. We'll just do one of these fucking questions every show. Little tiny little fire starter packets. That actually... I have the thing you gave me too, the round thing that's in my car that has all this shit in it, like yeah. fish hooks and all that stuff. Um, I never filled it up with gas though. For I need some butane in it for the lighter portion of it. Uh, yeah, it's dude. That shit's important. Mm-hmm. You know. How about your medicines? You know, are you on any medicines? That you're gonna need, yeah, you're gonna run out eventually. But are you on a, a medicine that you know is a life-saving medication, or, or do you have fucking aspirin with you? You know, aspirin's a life-saving medication. So, if you have like a heart condition or shit like that, you know, do you have your meds stored up? Are are you asthmatic? Do you have an inhaler? Some of that shit's pretty important. Also, what do you have to trade? You know, mm-hmm. you can trade your ammo away. No. That was oh, yeah, here, have a bullet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to trade it. I'll I'm trade gonna, it for you. I'm going to trade it for your fucking brains, yeah. 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 It's, uh, you know, do you have any food prep? So I'm going to trade my ass. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> do you have your cat? Do you have a cache of food somewhere? If, where, how? You know, who, who has access to it? Because I promise the people that you think you're a friend in this situation aren't going to be. Because they're going to be looking out for their family before they're looking out for you. And is it going to be fair and equal? There's going to be no diversity, equity, and inclusion. There's going to be no DEI at the end of days. You know, they say everybody's three days away from anarchy, right? Yeah. Three or three three meals away. Because you can go 30 days without food. What is it? 30 days without food. Uh, three days without water. And then... What is it? Three hour, three hours freezing or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's the the three threes rule. So uh, you know what what are people going to do when they get desperate? And it's going to happen fucking fast. Because think about like if you walk through this neighborhood, it's full of Mormons by the way. There's a lot of preppers, but for the most part, it's going to get real desperate real fast. And they're going to see that you have something. They're going to come get it. Oh. And all the assholes are going to band together. And you have to drop. You're going to have to make the grass fucking grow real quick. Then you got to get out. Got to get the fuck out because then they're going to get pissed or. Uh, and bring back foods. Trust, trust me. I thought about. Oh, I will kill every one of my fucking neighbors. I don't care. <laughs> I'll kill some proactively just to be an asshole, just to put their head on a spike in my front yard. This is a good topic. We're gonna do another topic just like this on our next show. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I like but, it. But uh, I think that's a good, uh, good yeah. segue into prep your shit, guys. Prep take some of uh, take some of the stuff we talked about and apply it to what you are already using or. You're not already doing something like that. Prepare for it because you never know what's going to happen this day and age with everything that's going on in the world. Uh, Meanwhile, that AC filter hasn't been changed in six months. Kind of <laughs> Fucking be prepared. You never know. Uh, so, anyways, thanks for listening. Um, I think this is episode twenty-one. Yep. Uh, Holy shit! Thanks for listening, man. Later's. Later. See ya. I'm coming in.